0: Hello, everyone. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, hello. How are (laughs) you? Welcome back to another episode. Um, This episode, I'm really excited for. Um, I think if you guys all follow me on my Instagram, you would. You guys all saw my little. Adventure to the Orlando Museum. It
1: was on ours too, the last picture you posted. Yeah, the, yeah, the
0: picture that we posted on the Shoelace Effect yeah. um, Instagram um, was at the museum as well. And I actually was able to get the artist behind all of the, um, but behind the exhibit, the Points of Connection exhibit, Jeff Ray. Hello, here he is. <laughs> hey, hello,
2: ladies. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you
0: so much for doing this. I'm yeah. excited um, to pick your brain and, and see. Excited um, to see
2: you uh, bring some life to some of my artwork.
0: Yes, I'm excited. So, well, I want to start off with um, just exa- the Points of Connection exhibit itself um, before we go into the rest. Just to kind of hear um, how you kind of came to to the, so that with the names of Points of Connection and what the story behind it and how long it took you to get all those pieces together.
2: So, uh, Points of Connection is essentially an exhibit that I had envisioned of doing in Asia um, originally, which would have been um, in Manila. I'm um, Filipino American. We we're launched in Manila, and then have done the Tokyo, Hong Kong, Beijing route. Um, mm-hmm. Because of COVID, um, it gave me an opportunity where because I couldn't go anywhere and everything was shut down for a year, or so I got an opportunity for the from the Orlando Museum of Art to do an exhibit here. And um, I'm from Orlando. I live out here by Lake Nona. I've been here for about 15, 20 years, but essentially probably here maybe uh, once a week, a month um, to do laundry, and then I'm off um, doing most of my work, which is um, in other parts of the world, um, besides the only work I have here is at the airport and at Lake Nona itself, the town center, uh, the big dog in the garage, if you've ever been out there.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, But the word points of connection um, was really an opportunity to talk about how my work as a public artist is really about connecting my artwork to the people and really about doing an exhibit that talks about, uh, um, talks about um, to reconfirm and really make sure that we all remember that we're all human beings and that we all should be connected in some way or form, especially what, what's going on in everything of today and remind everyone, we're all still human and we are st- we should all sort of figure out another point of how we can connect to each other, whether it's yeah. um, visually, emotionally, spiritually, and the exhibit really is a, a snippet or timeline of my, my history of my work um, that talks about immigration to my issues with heart disease to my work with public art to then um, an installation that talks about um, this idea of collective consciousness uh, of of how I think people are thinking um, as I travel the world, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so, um, it, it's hard to explain unless you're part of it. And I, you know, I think it's uh, it's it's bigger than people think. It's ten thousand square feet. Wow. Yeah. Uh, over forty pieces of work. Um, and um, you know, I think it's a, gr- a great opportunity now where people can actually experience something in these times where it talks about hope. Um, Mm -hmm. and talks about you know this idea of reflection so there's a large series of sculptures that are polished mirror, stainless giant sculptures that that Mm -hmm. talk about different emotions that I see in other cities that people can be part of that reflection Um, and I think um, as you go through each of the experiences are all interactive so you're Mm -hmm. all part of it and that's The idea of being all of us being connected again, and hence the word, you know, the name of the exhibit points Points of connection. Yeah.
0: So, did you have that name picked out? Oh, I guess when when because it was supposed to be in um, in Asia, like you said. So, when it was decided that it was going to be here in Orlando, was the name points of connection already picked out? Because I feel like that was just such a like almost like a perfect storm with everything that's going on right now with coronavirus and how we all had to It is like a point of connection. uh, Yeah, we all. It's so relevant today. Yeah. Um, did that play in any part into you naming it? Or did you kind of have that idea already?
2: I think it was something that was already figured out um, That's interesting. That's even cool. before mm-hmm. the exhibit, out, because out. I think um, even my work um, as a public artist, I'm really always about connecting people with my art in general, right? Mm-hmm. And so this was really further doing that same idea at a smaller scale mm-hmm. and in different smaller mediums to allow people more into my life as, a, as an artist. And, um, you know, just, uh, you know, the, the interesting thing about it is they're large scale pieces in a small space, which then makes you feel like you're going through an art experience versus walking by
0: mm-hmm. works of
2: art, you know? Right. So yeah, you're you're a part of it. Part of it. Yeah.
0: I really like that. Yeah, it is. The sculptures are huge. And actually, like, I have pictures like I'm in the head and like, I'm a part of it. It was really right, cool. Right, right. Mm-hmm. No,
1: that's cool. You're um, dancing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can only do like really small things of art, you know what I mean? Yeah, you to can To make draw, something yeah. really big, like mm-hmm. that's really incredible.
0: Um, What was, what's what's the biggest like sculpture that you've made so far?
2: Um, so the tallest sculpture I've done so far, um, is, uh, like under construction right now is, mm-hmm. um, you know, the ones here in Orlando, the ones I've done are probably 60 feet tall, you know, the ones at the garage, the 20 foot tall,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
2: dog sculpture. Um, and then, um, the 60 foot sculpture I'm proposing at the airport in the new terminal. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest one now, um, is eight stories, to, there's two eight-story sculptures that are going up right wow. now, and then my largest one, which will be in my homeland, which will be 24 stories tall, So which is like the same height as the Statue of Liberty.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, so i am been creating sort of, trying to create our icon, you know, in my homeland, the Philippines, so that when people come visit, they go see, you know, sort of our Eiffel Tower or our de Triumph or Statue of Liberty. So. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah.
1: Do you, like, offer to do these things for people or like they ask you to make something?
2: Um, so there's That's two like, ways I, I, get, I that. get work um, as an artist. I think mm-hmm. one is, um, you know, I don't know if people know this, but um, public art is a sort of profession on its own where it is only started in the last 10, 15, 20 years from the fact that it was being funded by local government. So anytime you go to a city hall or airport or you see like a school at UCF or anywhere you see a public building, you'll see art there, whether it's sculptures or, or murals or whatever, that's all funded through a government ordinance where any uh, like 1% of the total cost of the building will go towards public art. And then they have design competitions where, you know, two, 300 people apply and then you submit your idea. And then it's like a, you know, if they like it, then, you win. It's very so competitive. That, wow, so
1: that's so really year, cool.
2: So my first year, I was lucky where I was a finalist on 12 projects around the US, you hope to win one. I wow. won eight, eight in my first year and was the oh fastest artist to break the $1 million mark in my first year as an artist. So
0: That's awesome, congratulations. You know I
2: sold a piece of art.
0: Did you? In
1: high school.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was for, cause I took art class all throughout high school uh-huh. and uh, like I, I was always really good at drawing. I did, I didn't really have it for like painting mm-hmm. and stuff, but I didn't suck. So I drew this llama on a beach <laughs> something and then I painted the sky it was like all like different gradients of purple and like the llama was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's it cool. was cool. No, I think I don't well, know. I think, My art teacher was yeah. like, Katie, somebody wants to buy it. and I was like,
2: somebody oh, well, I was okay. like, I didn't even know you put it anywhere.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Well,
2: I think I think you have a, you know, I mean i think we're all artists in general i think we all have yeah. some, some sense of design whether it's in fashion or i work as a physical. barber so i'm a Visual. hands-on
1: that's my form it's of art art, form. Is hair yeah mm-hmm. yeah but, but i love um, to draw it just is very i'm very slow at it so like to set aside that time and like be still it feels so good when i do it but it takes a lot to get there mm-hmm. you know well, what i mean like
2: but it depends on what purpose of people how they use art whether it's something they use as a, a source of revenue or it's something as a form of therapy right so yeah yeah i think it just depends on how you view art and and you know when i say i was a fastest merging artist to break the one million dollar mark i keep reminding people it's not like i pocket a million dollars yeah uh-huh. it, I, I say it's similar to like like if i'm a, a building contractor house contractor right so right. if i'm building right. a, a two hundred thousand dollar house I'm not going to spend a thousand dollars on your house and then pocket hundred and ninety-nine thousand
0: dollars. Yeah, so, yeah. Right, you spend right money.
2: Yeah. So, you know, there's a percentage that you make there, but I think, you know, for me, you know, I think um it's the value or the process of getting to the artwork of getting done. And so the, a lot of the public artwork here, like the 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 or the um airport one was a five million dollar commission. That was the largest oh. art commission in the US. Unfortunately it went on hold because of COVID because they were like can, should we build jeffrey's art or build the south south uh, uh you know southwest airlines terminal you know yeah, so,
0: okay <laughs> you know, but
2: it's the only city that you know we one of the only cities that will get the 77 million people back once mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah COVID once is over. everything's lifted yeah yeah like back we have up. so many
2: visitors yeah here that yeah. Many people are gonna come back i don't have no doubt about it so maybe it's for a
1: reason it'll be bigger and it'll better be bigger. than what you yeah, originally had Boomer. planned
2: well, I mean, this whole COVID thing, like you know, I don't think if you know, for good or bad. I mean, if it didn't happen, then I don't think I would have the show right now. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd be busy doing. Yeah, that's stuff
0: what I cool. think. It was kind of like a perfect storm. It was almost, yeah. and it was meant to be for the people. Like that is such a good message to send. Right. And that, right. That like we all need right now.
2: Yeah, uh, I think there's all. I think everything has a purpose. You know, mm-hmm. so COVID think,
1: pushed uh, me like three steps higher than I would have been lot. without it.
0: It's done a lot. Right. Yeah. So. It's annoying, but it's done a lot. Right. It's done a lot. <laughs> Um, so you said it yourself, like not a lot of people know the process of, of, of our artists go through, um, to get their, um art in an exhibit so I kind of want to go through that and go backtrack to like have you always wanted to do this like were you when you turned 18 like when most people go to college or the like I want to do first work thing. yeah like where yeah. did it start and kind of what was your journey when was the first time that you were like okay I can do this I made it like I can make an income and oh, I yeah. can make a living doing I, what I I love. don't
2: know um, so the interesting thing is um, you know if, I'm not sure if you're going to post photos with your blog mm-hmm. or not mm-hmm. um, but there's a photo that I posted where I went into the, went into the museum. And there were like second graders or kindergartners drawing my school. Oh sculptures.
0: yeah, I saw that. That was cute. Mm-hmm. And
2: it would remind me of like, oh my god, that's what we were doing when we were going to you know school trips when we we're young, going to the, mu- the museum, the science museum. To, but to actually think that you know one day your work would actually be the subject matter the kids drawing. His, you know,
0: yeah, like never think or about that,
2: right? I think we all take art and art classes because they're electives in high school. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Um, yeah, But we never think about doing it as a living. I mean, I started off in the architecture world, you know, so yeah. my background is okay. in design. And so that's why when people see me doing these large sculptures, it's kind of like, you, you know, I'm just doing a, a big giant building, right? But yeah. like just something else. Nice. You, know, so. you
1: like married your hobby and then another something that you did together. Yeah,
2: yeah like my old yeah. profession. And right. so, think, uh, you know, um, the, the thing as an artist, if that. someone asks like, you know, you know, there's sort of this stigma, but you know, artists don't are sort of aloof. They're just kind right. of, you know, in a fog all the time. Mm-hmm. They don't know budgets or schedule or engineering. And it's, you know, and mm-hmm. they're just high all it's the cause time. because they don't you
1: know, do it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so I think what I always tell artists is that, you know, you have to remember there's a, a business side of art and there's a marketing side of art. You have to sell not only the work, but sell yourself. Right. And, when you ask, you know, how did I get the museum exhibit and how did I get to this path? My my journey has never been like I can't ever tell anyone that there's a set plan of how to get where I'm at, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I started. Just you know, connections. Yeah, there's a actually, and connections is all still a part of it. I mean, I think we all have to have be in the right place at the right time sometimes,
3: right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
2: and then have life incidents. So the connections also relate to my moments in my own personal history dealing with heart disease. So I was, as an architect, doing what I was doing in the landscape architect and urban design. And then um, it's amazing. I've only been doing this for 10, 12 years. Um, so you were an architect
0: people. first. Okay. Yeah,
2: that's awesome. Yeah. So I've been doing art full-time 10, 12 years. And that was just because I had in in um, eight I had a heart attack and I had mm-hmm. triple bypass surgery. And wow. I quit my job, cash out my 401k, and then did art competitions. And that's sort of how my mm. career started. So. Wow.
0: That's crazy. It's something that was so like, scary to go through it all, kind of like reset and put you. You're honestly. like,
1: I'm going to cash out my 401k yeah. and do this. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> Dude, I don't <laughs> even have What
2: else are you going to do? 401k. Life is too short. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: for real. Yeah, does- it was
2: just a way to kind of, you know, like. Just confident and I'm out doing like what, you know, what legacy have I left? if you know, if I'd done anything, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do this. What am I going to lose? So I did it. I was Now fortunate. you enjoy
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
2: And so in terms of like how I got into a museum, like it's funny because even four or five years ago, you know, we were going to the Art Basels and the mm-hmm. art fairs and, you know, Maitland Art Festival and all, Winter Park Art Festival, you know, all these things mm-hmm. that, you know, City Arts Factory has stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and I was part of that whole group and I, and I never exhibited. I, I never had a show. I never had a solo show. I never had a group show. I just went right into a museum. Yeah, <laughs> and,
0: that's cool. And
2: so it's kind of like making it into the major leagues. As someone had told me, it's like, you know, you made the NBA, like you didn't play college ball. College ball, yeah. Football, you or, just go straight. You just, you just went right into the NBA. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, that's amazing. So having that sort of piece of me going into the Orlando Museum of Art, like this exhibit, now allows me to achieve the next dream, dream of now having it go to other Museums such as Miami Perez Museum, or and then you know with the Holy Grail of maybe going to MoMA in New York or Art Mm -hmm. Institute of Chicago, yeah, or the bathroom when it goes there, right? No, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. The bathroom, oh, as I say, even the bathroom at the Louvre, you know, I'll take that. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, everywhere, Everywhere.
1: everyone will recognize it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. I think it's cool because like I relate everything to like hair and everything I do on a daily basis, and I think it's cool because it's like. Your work stands apart. We know it's your work, just mm-hmm. like how in my art, it's like I can your see. Taper. Yeah, right, right.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm she like, makes a specific. Cool. Yeah, a signature. Everybody almost. has like a certain thing about them, like mm-hmm. because for me, like the way my art or my hair cutting came about was bits and pieces of other people. So him going to museums and everything, it's like your inspiration. Like mm-hmm. you're your own, but just like. You see everything around you, see it you. differently. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Ooh. Like uh, even in the you know, mm-hmm. the tattoo industry, you know. Right. I think your collection
1: of everybody you you see and you learn from, you're like, Oh, I like that one thing that this person does.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, we're all influenced by everything that goes around us. And I think that's right. the thing that we all have to be aware of. What's not living in a bubble and understanding what's going on in the world of art and fashion and design.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think we can learn from all of that. Yeah. And see how we can modify it or mold it to something that's about us personally, you know? Right.
1: And it's usually like consistent. Like the little things you pick up are usually like mm-hmm. consistent. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's um,
0: all cool. Well, how do you get your inspiration to kind of start a whole new set of um, art? Like where? Like is it just kind of the, what you were just talking about? Just kind of the connections that you make with people and that the feelings, or where do you mainly get?
2: So the interesting thing is the reason why I was winning a lot of the competitions early on was because I didn't have a set style or medium. Mm-hmm. And I think it was actually an advantage to enter these competitions where I wasn't going up against a certain artist that you said, oh my gosh, I've seen that. He's a glass artist from so-and-so or he's a metal artist from so-and-so.
1: Versatile, yeah.
2: And it got to a point where I was doing art that was one of a kind for each of those cities. And so they were like, oh my God, like, why would we want another artist work that he's done in another city. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: And, and this is like taxpayer money, like we need we need one of a kind. So mm-hmm. so my inspiration was always about understanding the city and the people that was working in and creating a public art piece that was about them and not about me, you know? Mm-hmm. Wow. And I think that was the best sell of like, if you're talking to city officials, you're like, yeah, why would we want something that Chicago already has? We want our own unique. The art for them. Yeah, yeah, it makes
1: sense. That is the I city. always. I don't know if it's true, but like stereotype about artists mm-hmm. in general, it's like usually like the things are very personal. Mm-hmm. But I think it's cool if you like how he's Make saying observe that. everybody mm-hmm. else and put your personal spin on it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's art. Yeah, wow, yeah. really cool. Well, that's, and
2: that's what I call public art. I mean, public art is art for the people. It's funded by the people or the government. So why not do that now? the museum work is really about finally about me. So it allows right. me to explore things about me when it, but I'll still, this also allows me to have a couple of Jeffreys. I'm talking to myself in my first, first. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no. But not. Like
2: now, like those box head series, when mm-hmm. you see them, like, you know, I have two of those now going in the city where they're eight feet tall. I mean, 80, um, 80, um, eight stories tall and um you know when you see it you're like oh that's a, a jeffrey right so yeah. i don't mind doing that having my signature but then it has to be for the right location and right reason right mm-hmm. and so right. and the right client right so the most of that work would to go have to have for that. private developers versus public public art which then you know gets me back into thinking about what is really about them and the people you know so mm-hmm. very yeah. cool
0: who is your biggest inspiration as an artist, or whose like Ooh. artwork do you look up to yeah. and have you um, met them
2: <laughs> will you um, <laughs> uh-huh. so it's funny um this is where I had a lot of my um uh you know like pinch me moments where you know I've been in the situations where some of my favorite artists um Um, such as, uh, you know, Maya Lin, who's a more of a landscape artist, Andy Goldworthy, who's more a landscape artist, Um, Video Concha, who's more of a kind of multimedia artist. Um, There's a lot of artists that, um, Anish Kapoor, um, who did the large-scale public art that actually more or less put the word public art on the map when he did Cloud Gate or The Bean in Chicago, you know, so I think Uh um now it was funny because these were people that i admired and as a planner and designer would actually bring them onto projects um whereas now um i'll get to a, i'll be a finalist and i'll be competing against them you know oh, so wow yeah
0: that's um, awesome so that
2: was when i was like "Ooh!" <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, um,
0: that
2: was a moment like a lot of people moment. like i don't, and I, I don't come i don't come from the actual sense of the art world background where I went to you know I took art sculpting classes and but I didn't get my degree through the the art schools right so
3: mm-hmm. so
2: there's a little a lot of stigma still that I have to go through where you know you know Jeffrey's not an artist or a purist mm-hmm. or whatever he hasn't been through this academy or won this grant or run you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't care. I'm just- right you know, how many of You're you do? I got to you me. problem. Sorry, I did go through all that, but, but
0: yeah, here I it. am.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, even like, you know, I had to get over the fact that, you know, I'm in a museum and someone just said, hey, uh, if someone says, oh, you know, we gave Jeffrey, who's a local, an exhibition, you know, mm-hmm. why did we do that? You should go back to them saying, well, how many of you built a 24-story sculpture before, yeah. you know?
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, i meant to be here, yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm capable I made of
0: these it, things, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. here, I'm present. I'm, I'm sorry that you
1: weren't here for that opportunity, but I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So and I've heard, a lot of heard great- about it because
1: uh, I made it happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: So, right. Yeah, I mean, we all have haters, right? So exactly. um, I think I that's stronger. the difference now is, you know, when you go to an art gallery or an uh, art festival, you're really just showing your art and having a party with, with art, you know, your artwork. Uh, Whereas when you're in a museum, it's kind of like having a, you know, you being on Broadway where someone has to buy a ticket to go in and now you're being, you know, judged and criticized and written up Mm -hmm.
0: yeah,
2: you know, the show. So so
0: Mm
2: -hmm. it comes with it, right? So,
0: yeah. Um, What was, uh, My goodness. Oh, yeah. I think you maybe touched on it already a little bit, but what is the biggest misconception when it comes to artists? Because, like you said, everyone has their like stigma when they think of an artist. Um, you think? Uh,
2: yeah, we're all crazy. That we're all crazy, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. So
2: we're, we're just another person. Yes. Yeah. If you think about it, think we're, all we're all crazy.
1: Uh, right. We're probably crazy. Yeah, I
2: think we're all crazy. I think it's just depending on how much you want to show your craziness. I think we're all creatives in general, right? Mm-hmm. I think we're yeah. all inspired, we're all passionate people. I mean, you have to be, right? And so um, you have to just put that in your craft, right? Whether it's mm-hmm. in your, um, you know, you as a, a hair, you in the hair industry or even Sabrina when Dancing. I you know see your dance videos, mm-hmm. right? So. yeah. <laughs> right, that girl, that girl goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm
0: trying Working to shuffle. I'm trying. We're getting yeah. there. You
1: know what Beth said to me? Oh, excuse me. One of my <laughs> of professionals had said to me, she was like, um, "I saw you shoveling and you got better." And oh, she was like, see? "I had to rewind because I was like, you got faster." And I yes. was like,
0: "Thank you so
1: much. Yeah, I know I'm going. bad, but I'm not going to stop." You're not bad. I I don't say that in a bad way.
0: <laughs> I know, but you words know? are the way you speak is important. It is. But I am <laughs> that. So. Um, you're getting better. Getting better, okay, yes. So. Um so what is so as an artist um i know you said obviously like even in the bathroom in the louvre would be like a dream but what is something like what is one either city country specific museum um that you are like that's where i want to be one day that they're kind of working towards
2: uh i think for me the dream is the art institute of chicago um you know only from the fact you know obviously moma or the tate or anything of that but um you know when i was uh working in chicago so i'm from chicago mm-hmm. um, i used to work in the santa fe building um, which was on michigan avenue and i would look out across the window and the art institute chicago was there
3: mm-hmm. so i'd
2: always see it like saying one day maybe i'll, I'll exhibit there. there i'll be there you know? yeah um so to see that in my mind every day as i'm going to school going to work and school downtown I was was sort of like like a goal you know so
3: mm-hmm.
2: and you never think of it that way I mean I think you know taking art classes there and stuff like that or being you're like you never know where your career path takes you I think you just go along for the ride and then yep. just see what happens mm-hmm. you just have to make the most of it right mm-hmm. um so but you know that would be the dream in terms of an uh, institution um and then obviously doing something here in the u.s um that is at a scale that that is rival to a lot of our other giant icons Mm -hmm. in the u.s like you know whether it's architecture wise Uh or an icon like you know like the st louis arch or yeah stack liberty or even like you know it doesn't even have to be that big because if you look at cloud gate or the bean it's only 20 feet high Mm -hmm. by 60 feet but it's just such a interactive piece and position really well in a city that you know millions of visitors see it every day you know yeah, so yeah, no. um we're working on an idea at lake eola you know um, oh, with the be- mayor
0: mm-hmm.
2: so like how do we get the 77 million people that visit disney downtown you know i think
0: come here yeah
2: yeah we we don't take advantage of that enough um being the uh, um the second large uh, second most uh, visited city after yeah. vegas mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know? And we're so, we're moving we're moving up to number one. It's I'm in I'm in school for tour, like hospitality tourism, so we learn all about yeah. that. Yeah, it's a big yeah. We're the number one convention cool
2: them in uh, Vegas. Yeah, yeah, we're
1: number it two. It was we it was hard for me to like get past the tourism and all the changing and everything mm-hmm. like that. But now that I realize that like. Orlando is in constant change. Yeah,
0: it's never going to stop I've because gotten, we have to adapt. adapt.
1: Right. Adapt. and it Yeah, and that's why Orlando is the way it is. We had like so.
0: 70 billion people come like two years ago, I think it was. Yeah. It's insane.
2: Well, it's called, you know, and I think there's this whole thing that campaign downtown that people are trying to say, remember, there's the other Orlando, right? So there's right. the Orlando that yeah. everybody yeah. knows. And then the rest of us that are sort of like outside, you know, the gates mm-hmm. um, that people don't know about. And actually that was sort of my storyline for my winning proposal at the Orlando airport, which talks about a boy, we did a whole video, like a video, I hired some actors and we documented this little two minute video about a little boy coming to visit Disney,
3: mm-hmm. writing
2: his bucket list of where he wants to go. And then he comes back every couple years. And then once he's done with his bucket list, he makes the Thing into a paper airplane. He throws the paper airplane. Uh, A little girl picks it up, and then she does that bucket list, and then they end up both meeting each other, bumping each other at UCF because that was both on their bucket list. And then the sculpture is actually a sixty-foot fiberglass boy throwing a paper sculpt paper airplane. Oh wow! In the lobby, and that's sort of the idea of the Orlando story because. A lot of us are not from here, you know. Yeah, we right. come here. We- I
0: came here every Christmas as a kid, and now I'm here. And like, I loved it, and I look forward to it every year. And now,
2: and now you live here. You're like, right, oh, yeah. I think you're like people live here. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, there's a home. Like, there people that people livable. live life yeah. here. Yeah, it's I know. not just I four. <laughs> it took me a while to- right. Literally, the whole like
1: uh, like two minutes ago, for probably ten minutes, all I was thinking is I four, I four, I four. And then I was like, you know what? Orlando is more than that. It's to more me than I It is. Yeah, and it took a while to get there. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's, yeah. it's it's cool. And I love it. I do right. really I've love lived it in now. Waterford now. And then I lived in Claremont. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I've actually been around yeah, Orlando. Winter Park, Oviedo,
0: oh, Orlando, God. yeah, all over. Mm-hmm. Um that's cool. I like that. Um one last question is
2: And actually that uh-huh. that if it. I did something iconic in Orlando, it would actually be an opportunity to do something iconic. That is not the Magic Castle. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
0: because it is. Yeah. It's so much more than, and there's more than Disney. Disney is such a small part. And yes, it brings all of these people here. But I just, I love like I really love Orlando. Like it's a, it's a you get the city. I'm vibe. always
1: surprised.
0: The community is great. Like the everyone is there for each other. The community actually is mm-hmm. really great. The people here. Are like great. I love Winter
1: Park. Like mm-hmm. oh my God, it's cool. The weather's nice. Yeah. And um, you guys need
2: to come out in my neck of wind. You guys, you guys need to come out here towards Nona. I give you a tour.
0: Yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure. I need to. That's the one place I have. I've like I've heard a lot of restaurants because I love I love eating. I like going out to restaurants. Mm. So like I feel like like Nona, no, everyone like I'm starting to like hear more and more. It's very it's up and coming. Yeah, they
2: have like a shipping a shipping yard containers with with
0: boxy park right
2: boxy park yeah yeah I want to
0: go what it's yes. a whole nother, it's a whole nother it's a whole another Orlando <laughs> oh I know that's why I love Orlando go. cool it's never ending <laughs> because yeah
1: I just opened the gates on Winter Park uh-huh. like last year. Yeah. And now I'm moving over I've been here. here for
0: two, for two years now in the winter park area. So I'm like, okay, I've explored it. Now oh, I haven't
1: explored it You gotta yet. keep going. Like too much. Yeah.
0: It's cool. Um, so last question is, um, what is one piece of advice that you would have given yourself, I guess, probably, I guess 10 years ago when you started your, um, art journey, um, that you, yeah, just one piece of advice that you would give the starting you starting out.
2: Um, I don't think I ever would have a redo but I think like in terms of like um, advice to other artists or advice Mm to others
0: something you would have wished you'd kind of
2: I think it's hard to say this because you know you wouldn't wish this on your own kids or your own family members because I get this question all the time like Mm -hmm. you know how do you deal with the whole like my kid wants to go to art school how do I deal with him being a starving artist, you know, Mm -hmm. um, -hmm. I think that's in any career in general too, like, so my advice is always, look, like, you got to find something that you love that you're doing, um, no, you know, if you love medicine, then do medicine, you know, if, you know, being the Asian, you know, typical stereotype, you know, our direction was always to be in the medical field, right, Mm -hmm. but I think, I I get it, you know. I think our parents always want us to, you know, be comfortable and, and not um, have to struggle, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But in terms of like tattoos. advice to
2: other folks who are in the creative field is or any field is like you just have to love, find what you love, what you got to do. And the biggest advice is if you are do don't do not chase the money. Like mm-hmm. if your whole job out there is chasing money, then it's not going to come. It's I think if you come. love what you do. If you love what you do, then the money is just gonna fall. The money, the fame, the notoriety, all that comes just from the fact that then people are recognizing that you're doing something right, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think all that other stuff comes with it. It's just, you just have to get on the path of finding something that makes you, um, you know, makes you happy. And I think that's a cliche, but also if you are in the creative field, I think you you also have to figure out how to run a business Mm
3: -hmm. you know
2: like you have to understand money in general too like you have to understand you know how to budget you know how it's not just
1: a bunch of bimbos like you said yeah yeah
2: or find people around you that can help you do it really well you know right but i think you need to know it yourself to understand you know it's a business you know so you know even in my exhibit you know i have large scale work but then you know i have like it's hard i, I don't know if it's selling out or whatever but you know i have like a lot of little merchandise stuff you mm-hmm. know that some people are like ah, eh, don't do that but i'm like look, look i don't think everyone i don't like every one of my friends or family and some of them can't are not collectors are not going to buy a giant sculpture but i would love to have them bring a small resin Little piece, piece home. home, or mm-hmm. small print, or a T-shirt, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I'm selling out, but
0: no, yeah, you know, just
2: it's, it's something that they can take home with them as well, because that's the idea too—that we're all connected, you know. Mm-hmm. So
0: we've all been to this place, something's there something for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. 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 that's awesome. Um, if anyone listening, if you heard that, bit there was a lot of knocking, they're <laughs> doing some construction upstairs. So there,
1: there's that <laughs> they're getting the apartments ready for people to move in like me next week.
0: Goodness right. gracious. Um, okay. So we end every segment or every episode with a little, would you rather, um, bit. So I got two questions here for us. Um, the first one is, would you rather be fluent in all languages or be a master at every musical instrument? Want to go first? Uh, I like music. Music for you? Um, yep. I think for me it would be fluent in every language. Wow. (laughs)
2: Uh, I think I would rather be a master in every, Single instrument mm-hmm. because the fact that it, um, music has no language barrier, yeah, that's true. I was gonna say it's a language in I itself. I could play that in any country, and everyone would listen, and it's it. just like numbers, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes,
0: that is true, huh?
2: I love I just
1: like instantly heard a harmonica in my head, and then I was like, Oh, I'd rip on the violin, oh, dude. I'd be, Oh, on the violin, oh, so- yeah,
0: I'd be up there, like.
1: <laughs> oh my god i'd be so happy like i have a harmonica yeah. in my car and i suck at it but i'm like you can suck at the harmonica and it still sounds, sounds cool, yeah. pleasing to the ear yeah you know yeah. i don't know what it is but i love me some music it. it would be such an so outlet instruments
2: shoot yeah. plus i can probably find a tutor that i can probably find a tutor that can help me learn every single language mm-hmm. it would be harder to actually um Learned. play every instrument
1: like just selfish in my answer yeah because i'm like the language thing would help other people maybe mm-hmm. and then I
2: the music it would thing be cool. is just for me yeah uh, yeah there's no, there's no google translate in um playing instruments
0: yeah, yeah exactly right? yeah that's that is that but is you true. could
1: help other people with your music
0: never mind that is true yeah. um and then the last one is would you rather mentally or physically never age and I say, Mental. mentally. <laughs> That's, yeah, mentally. Like That's what I meant to say. That's what I meant to say. I've a mentally hmm. never age. My looks can. It is what it is. I'm already older than.
1: Like I look older <laughs> than I am. I'm young.
2: <laughs> wow, these are actually really good questions. Yeah. You know? It's,
0: like,
2: what it's would sort you- of like? If you say physically, is that like a shallow answer or? No. You know?
0: Not necessarily because like, some people, some people, to say? that's like an Olympic or someone who uses their body, you know, yeah. for, for a living, like a dancer, you know, they need their, they need their physical health. I need both. I can yes. cut like this. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. See, yeah. you're, I'll just adapt. you're.
2: <laughs> so if I was like, you know, maybe if I was Brad Pitt, then I would not want to, uh, you know,
0: physically. Age. physically yeah. <laughs> I'll go
2: with the mental.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think for me as me, I think mentally. <laughs> I help a lot of people
1: with my hands, but I also like to am talking to them too. Yeah. But yeah, no, for me, easily mentally. It's like my mild. grandma, she's,
0: she's getting up there, but like her mind is still, she can like, she can answer questions, You can do stuff everything. about your looks. Yeah. hmm She's blind <laughs> yeah. and she moves really slow, but she, she'll I, talk.
2: We're, we're, we're all, we're all, at this point we're all wearing masks anyway. <laughs> exactly, so
0: no one can see anything. Yeah, that's what I'm my like girlfriend. for Halloween this year, I'm like, why even do my makeup? Because if I have a mask on, like, yeah. Uh, but all right. Any, anything else from you? No, I love that. Thank you yeah, so much. It was really you. cool to like hear, uh,
1: how art kind of gets to where it's at. Cause mm-hmm. that was something I always was curious about. Yeah. It was and like, you answered said, a lot of questions. Yeah. I've me. never
0: met anyone who a successful artist, you know, right. I've, I've it's met awesome. people who are good at art and great at art. And I see like them being able to go in that direction. Yeah. Um, but to see someone actually be like successful with it is really cool and right. to have the opportunity well it's
2: actually kind of hard for me to actually hear you say successful artist because i don't think i'm successful yeah yeah yeah
0: of course yeah. we all maybe, think maybe that way maybe that's, <laughs> what keeps
2: me go- maybe that's what keeps me going right mm-hmm. right
0: that, i don't think I you should say- ever be content you're, you're know, you should successful never be just like- in that aspect mm-hmm. you know what i mean you're yeah, successful that. in that you're not i got enough. to another
2: benchmark yeah another
0: exactly segment. yeah there's to you you know how far how much farther you can go <laughs> and where you want to go so for right. you but I mean, you are at the exhibit here in Orlando, so I think that that You've is done great, very successful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you very um, much. Just really quick, I guess, plug anywhere that anything you would like and anything about sure. the museum.
2: So, um, Points of Connection is at the Orlando Museum of Art till January the third. Um, please come out and visit. Um, there are a series of events between now and then. Actually, November seventh, which is the following weekend, is actually Philippine Heritage Day. Mm-hmm. um which is a um a day where we'll have filipino national dancers doing native dances in the different exhibits
0: okay um, oh, so I'm it actually
2: seeing. really brings another cultural aspect in music that people haven't seen we can before. go shuffle
0: yeah <laughs> i'll um, go back <laughs> and we'll
2: awesome. actually dress in different outfits and and of uh, that nature so um actually there are out will be um uh, Filipino dancers from the UCF dance team. So they'll do some oh. native dances, but then they also do some modern hip hop
0: mm-hmm. kind of
2: interpretations of their own. And I'm sure they'll shuffle too. Yeah. Um,
0: so, <laughs> and Sabrina will be uh, there. But,
2: um, <laughs> but that'll be there. Yeah. They'll be there till January three. And then um uh actually uh we'll have other sort of Filipino American artists there that are doing well in their careers, such as um um i don't uh so Michaela Marfori, she's a she's from here she's a dancer um um freshman in um high school and then got an offer to dance in west side story and in, in broadway oh
0: wow, wow. And that's then
2: awesome you Orlando, going to do a Lando, dude yeah Orlando's and then cool. um mama star i don't uh, i don't know if you know patrick star so patrick yeah. star is yeah a, uh, oh, that's Filipino, cool uh-huh. uh huh Claimed claim to fame was um, Mac, you know, the Mac line. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know.
2: I actually worked at Florida Mall.
0: Um, oh, I didn't so, know that.
2: Yeah, I, she, I remember
0: she, hearing
1: stories of like somebody who I knew who worked with them. Yeah. I just really okay. like can't
2: remember. It's been so long since I've
0: heard it. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, um,
2: mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so we'll have a lot of other personalities there um, to kind of celebrate Filipino culture. That's amazing. Oh, it's November seventh. So, yeah, be there. Let's
0: so, go. Yeah, I'm
2: sure we can make it. I got a lot. Um, if you have a Bank of America card, you mm-hmm. you get free. You get. it. Oh, okay.
0: Cards? I think Miles has one.
2: A what? Like, Bank of, America, Bank of America. America. Oh. Like card. I've yeah. lost Fargo. Well,
0: thank <laughs> you <they do> so <laughs> much. It's um, yeah, right, right, right. It's I'll right put here. a sticker on <laughs>
1: it. It's red, right? Does Apple pay count? <laughs> Just like <laughs> take a screenshot of a, um, of someone else. A yes. American Bank of America card. card. Yeah, that's a it.
0: Giving you guys hacks, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll hopefully, awesome. we'll have you back on when you make it in the Chicago Institute. Okay, we'll be recap. We'll re-
2: <laughs> thank you so much. So, um, and December, uh, which would be fun, is I'm actually going to do a lecture in the town center at Lake Nona on the giant 60 oh. foot beacon. So, we'll oh okay, giant, I'll use my projectors. But even before then, you guys come out and give you guys a tour. Yeah. And, uh, that would be fun for your blog. So yeah, be thanks awesome. everyone. You guys were really fun. Thank, thank, you, thank you so you. much. We appreciate great it. Job,
0: so. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thank See you later. Bye. Thank you.